Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. All right, all right. Praise the Lord. I like to follow up on my message from last week on uh, from Pentecost Sunday. And I, I would like to entitle my message, What Minute This? According to the book of Acts, chapter 2, verse number 12. Let's go ahead and turn to that, please. Acts chapter 2, verse number 12. So they were all amazed and perplexed, saying to, another, saying to one another, Whatever could this mean? The King James Version would say, what minute this? What minute this? I believe that when things began to happen in the upper room, they began to question. First of all, out of 500 people that had seen the extension of the Lord Jesus Christ, only 120 obeyed and went to the upper room. Notice that there were one accord, they were in one place. And simply means that they were in unity. Everybody say unity. They were together. Again, they were unified. And because of that and the obedience of those people that went back to the upper room and obeyed the Lord. And, 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 and you would ask yourself, what happened to the 380? I believe that today, still today, they, they doubted the Lord and somehow they did not follow through what Jesus told them. And it just so happened that in, in, in the hour that we're living in today, there's still, there's still people there who still doubts the Lord and not follow him. Am I right? And because of that, of the 120, and suddenly, everybody says suddenly, Pentecost came, and the Holy Spirit came, and the disciples and those that believed that went back to the upper, and went to the upper room in act of obedience those 120, they were never the same. They were an entirely different kind of people. I believe that they were on fire for the Lord. So what minute this? So what does this mean? It is the prophecy being fulfilled right before their eyes. 50 days from during the time he rose from the dead. We see that in the book of Joel chapter 2 verse 28, he said, In the last days... I will pour out my spirit, so fulfilled, and in the book of Acts chapter 2 verse 17, in the last days, I will pour out my spirit, and I really believe that today we're living in the end times, and God is still pouring out his spirit, amen? With the world today, we have 7 billion people today, and I believe that God is continuing to pour out his spirit, and and. And today, you know, just, just the burden upon my heart is simply this, Lord, what must we do to get the job done? But let me share this with you. Now, has God been speaking, has God given you prophetic words over your life? It has now been fulfilled, is it? 
over your family, over your church. I really believe that those prophetic words that are spoken over your life, it needs to be fulfilled at this hour. As it was then, he wants to fulfill it in your life too, if you only believe. Amen? All you have to do is believe. Do not doubt and be like the 380. But didn't I say with you in the year 2011 and beyond, I would say this, in the year 2011 and beyond, I believe that we're, we're going to see great and awesome years for the church of the Lord Jesus Christ. I look at 2012, it is now past. I look at 2013, it's now past. And 20 and 2014, 2014, and I would say that simply there is more in 2014. And now we have 2015, we can high five in 2015. So I would say for the Lord today, let's go ahead and take it for the glory of God. And God is doing awesome things today in the whole world, but most especially for you if you believe. Amen. Do you believe? What meaneth this? I believe that his church has come alive for the island of Kauai, for the state of Hawaii, and for nations of the world. I believe that we're no longer a sleeping giant, but we are an awakened giant for the Lord Jesus Christ. Amen? So I would say come alive, Aloha Church Ministries, and come alive for the Aloha International Ministries, we call the name. For I believe that God wants to do it in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ so that Jesus can be glorified. Amen. Can we give Jesus a clap offering? Hallelujah. I like what it says in Matthew 16, 18. He said, and it said to you that you are Peter. And it said on this rock, I will build my church and the gates of hell shall not prevail against it. In verse 19, God is saying to the church today, he said, I will give you the keys of the kingdom of heaven. And whatever you bind on earth will be bound in heaven. And whatever you loose on earth shall be loose in heaven. I believe that God has given us keys to unlock most especially in those people to get saved and born again. Say with me, I have the keys of heaven in my hands. You got to believe it, church. This is how God is moving today. You know, when I look at the Word of God, the only thing that God has to express to, express to the world today, really, it is about His church. When you think of church, what passes through your mind? I believe what passes through your mind, I believe it is God. Amen? You would say, church, church, God, it all comes together. Am I right? And how they, how they view God and His characteristics, it is the way how they would view the church. And I believe that you are the extension of God here today. And the only thing the world must see in, in and through your life, he must see the church, the body of Christ. And if you as a church is not acting like a real church, I believe that the unbelievers won't see it. Am I right? That's why you need to be on fire for the Lord Jesus Christ. In Ephesians 1.22, he had put all things under his feet and have gave him to be head over all things to the church. Everybody say it to the church. And say with me, I am the church, which is his body and is the fullness of him who fills all in all. Jesus is the head, we're his body, and we are the one that God would fill all in all. And the church needs to be on fire for the Lord Jesus Christ. Amen. But let me share this with you. So what minute is? Number one, he has given us the power to witness. 
He has given us the authority to witness. Amen. So, you know, and as I look at the power and the authority to witness, we may ask ourselves, in this past six months, how many of you have talked to someone about the Lord Jesus Christ? Lift up your hands. Yes, amen. Now, how many of you have seen conversion under your testimony, under your life in the past six months? Lift up your hands. See, people to be saved and born again. Praise the Lord. Say, God, say, everybody, say, Lord, use me more. Especially at this hour. He's giving you the power to witness. That's why in Luke 24, 48 and 29, he said, and you are witnesses of these things. And Jesus is saying, he said, you tarry in Jerusalem. And he said, you wait for the promise of my Father upon you, but you wait until you that you would endure with power from on high. We need the power of the Holy Ghost to get the job done for the Lord Jesus Christ. Amen. Giving you that power to witness. Acts chapter 1 verse number 8. It said that you shall receive power. Everybody say power. When the Holy Spirit has come upon you. And it said you shall be witnesses to me in Jerusalem. And in all Judea. And in all Samaria and unto the ends of the earth. I thank you for the dunamis power. The power to witness. So what is that power according to, according to the Greek here? It simply means dunamis. We shall be like dynamites. We shall have all the adequacies that we need to get the job done. We have the authority. We have the boldness according to the book of Matthew. And we have the keys. And it's in our hands. But you need to use it for the glory of God. Am I right? Number two. Is that he has given us, what many it is? He has given us the power to be spiritually strong. I want to be spiritually strong. How about you? The spirit man is built up on the inside. When we build up the spirit man, most especially the spirit man, everything else falls into place emotionally, psychologically. But the spirit man, it needs to be dealt with every day. How do you build up the spirit man that is inside of you? All right? Look at 1 Corinthians chapter 2, verse number 2. Let's go ahead and turn to that, uh, to that right now. Because I believe that he's given us the power to be strong spiritually. I like this. One of the evidence of being baptized in the Holy Spirit. I thank God for the baptism in the Holy Spirit. And I say this many times. I don't know how people serve the Lord without the baptism. I don't know how people serve the Lord without the Holy Ghost. I don't know how because I really believe if I was not filled with the Holy Ghost, the evidence of speaking a beautiful, beautiful heavenly language, I don't think I'll make it today. Amen. The First Corinthians chapter 14, verse number 2. He who speak in tongues. Let's all turn that please. Turn to that place. He who speak in tongues does not speak to man but to God. Am I right? For no one understand him, however, in the spirit, he speaketh mysteries. What does that mean? He that speaketh in tongues, you cannot understand what I am speaking unless it's been interpreted, all right? But you would speak it, okay, mysteries unto God, okay? For no one understand you, but you speaketh mysteries. Verse 4. He that speaketh in tongues edify himself. Who wants to be edified? 
simply means that you need to be built up. And when you speak in tongues, so God gives you the beautiful heavenly language, you are built up spiritually. So when I come to prayers in, in the morning, I would speak about maybe five to ten minutes in English, and the rest I would speak in tongues. Because I'm building myself up spiritually because he has given me the power to be strong spiritually. Look at First Corinthians chapter 4, verses 13 and 15. Let's turn to that, please. And how important it is for you and I to receive the baptism in the Holy Spirit. Let's turn to that. Verses 13, 1 Corinthians chapter 14, verses 13 to 15. Let's turn to that, please. 1 Corinthians 14, 13 to 15. For I pray in a tongue, my spirit prays. Okay, what does that mean? When I begin to pray in, in my heavenly language, what prays? What prays? Your spirit prays. Okay. But my understanding is unfruitful. So what is the conclusion then with the language that God has given us? I will pray with the Spirit. Say with me. I will pray with the Spirit and I also would pray with the understanding. Pray with the Spirit and pray with the understanding. I would sing with the Spirit. And I also would sing with the understanding. How does that work? I would pray with the Spirit. I got baptized in the Holy Ghost August the 8th, 1971. It's a long time ago. It was 12 o'clock there at the altars of God. And God gave me a beautiful, heavenly language. So when I pray in the Spirit, that beautiful, heavenly language, this is how I pray. I pray like that. And then when I pray with understanding, God, I thank you for who you are. You're awesome. You're great. You're mighty, Lord. Thy kingdom come. Thy will be done. I'm praying with understanding because I can understand that language. Amen? So it, that's, that's my mother tongue. Now when I say with the Spirit, as the Scripture says, Oh, ma ba 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 yen li de la ra ma se la ma ba ba ha ya ma ba ba yen li de ba so ho. I don't know what I'm saying, but I can speak it mysterious unto God. And then I pray with, un and then I would sing with understanding. How do I sing with understanding? Lord, I love you. You're so good, Lord. You're so good. You're so wonderful. You're awesome, Lord. That is understanding. You follow me? I pray in the spirit, I pray with un I pray in the spirit, I pray with understanding. I sing in the spirit, I sing with understanding. Are you with me? But we need to pray just like that on a daily basis. Now, how many of you pray like that on a daily basis? Raise your hand. Raise your hand. Yes. Scriptural church. Scriptural church, because the more that you pray in your beautiful heavenly language, the more that you're built up spiritually and you're spiritually strong. In the hour that we're living in, especially at this moment, we need to be spiritually strong. Amen? And the way how you can be spiritually strong that you need to speak in the language that God has given you 
speak it on a daily basis. I would try to pray in the spirit. I would pray in a beautiful heaven like at least an hour or more a day. By the time I get through an hour or more a day, I'm on fire because the Bible said he that pray in the spirit, he that pray in the heaven like I will build up my I will build up myself. Am I right? I'm spiritually strong. So God is giving us the power, the power to edify for us to be built spiritually. I want to be built spiritually, amen? Take care of you, spiritual man. Number three, what minute this? He has given us the power to move in the fruits of the Spirit. Turn with me, please, in your Bible to the book of Galatians, chapter 5, verses 22 and 23. The power to move in the fruits. I love the fruits. I believe that the fruits of the Spirit, it needs to be so evident in our lives today. If there is no fruits, you know, you may have all the gifts and the power to move into it. But if there is no fruits, that that is somehow that the gifts that is built around that fruits, I mean, you just going around like going simply because your fruits does not really follow you. All right. Galatians chapter 5, verses 22 and 23, giving the power to move into the fruits. Okay, chapter 5. Let's turn to that, please. But the fruit of the Spirit, everybody say love. Joy. Peace. Long-suffering. Kindness. Goodness. Faithfulness. Gentleness. Self-control. Nine of them. Do you have that fruits? Is it evident in your life? You know so many th- you know how our fruits can be tested? So many times the Lord used people or circumstances to test the fruit. What I mean is that all of a sudden that, you know, that you want something to, to happen right now and, you know, and you want it now. But God said, hey, the fruit of the Spirit is patience. If, if you don't have patience, you'll be throwing tension. You know, and then your wife would say, what's wrong with you? You got no patience here. But God would use people. God would use circumstances to build up that fruit that is inside of you. Amen. What about love? The Bible says, by this shall all men know that you are my disciples if you love one another. Sometimes things do happen the other way and then. And, you know, between you and that person, and, and all of a sudden, you, you know, there's the root of unforgiveness, there's the root of bitterness, and yet Jesus said, you need to love that person. You need to forgive that person. But it's his fault. It is her fault. He needs to love me. I don't need to love him. Are you with me? But God said, love. Love. What about joy? The joy. Amen. You're, I mean, you're full of joy when things are happening the right way. Oh, yes, praise God, praise God. But all of a sudden, a negative comes in, and somehow Satan steals your joy. But yet Jesus said, the joy. Keep on smiling no matter what happens. Amen. Don't let Satan steal the joy. Who needs joy right now? Amen. But the fruit of the Spirit of God 
there is no limit and you, we need to have more of that on a daily basis. Can we say it one more time on the fruit of the Spirit? Let's go ahead and say it according to scriptures. Go ahead. Peace, long-suffering, kindness, goodness, faithfulness, gentleness, self-control. Against such there is no law, there is no limit to it. Simply with the word of God said, you can have it more and more and more in my life and in your life. Who wants more of the fruit of the Spirit? Raise your hand. Say, God, give me more fruits, Lord. Give me more, Lord, more, uh, more of the joy, more of the love, more of the peace, more of the kindness, more of the faithfulness, more of the gentleness, more of the self-control. Hallelujah. One of the areas that I, it, it is a real strong fruit for me is, is the area of faithfulness. If I know that God wants it, like even passing this church here, you know, all I know is this, that God has brought me over here. I know that. But if God would ever speak to me and he said, son, you and your wife, your, your time is up. You know, and then I would say, bye-bye, hello, church, because I'm leaving, because I'm going, you know, because I want to obey God. But in my faithfulness, I'm committed to this place. I'm committed to the island of Kauai. And church, it's been proven, it's been 35 years. Say with me, 35 years. It's a long time. Am I right? Say with me, it's a long time. But I don't know how much more it lasts, you know. Like I said, if God says it's done, I'll say thank you, Lord, and, 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 and then I'll move on and to see what God is for me. But day after day, I'm faithful. Day after day, I mean, I would treat it just the same. I'm faithful in prayer here in the morning. Before it was 6 o'clock, but now it's 5.30 in the morning. How about that, 5.30? You know, and the same would call me later and say, Dad, I believe right now you're falling asleep. <laughs> you know, but somehow the Lord changed the time from 6 o'clock to 5 to about when he here at the altars of God practically every day praying. I pray for you. I pray for the church family. I pray for the church on Kauai. Amen. I pray for God. I pray for vision. I, I pray, Lord, for strength. I pray for health. But, God, I pray that, that you be glorified here upon this island. And how many of you know because of faithfulness, the Lord honor faithfulness. Amen. And I really believe because of faithfulness, God is ready to do great and awesome things for the island of Kauai and for nations of the world. Do you believe that? Can we give Jesus a clap offering? I'm not bragging about that because I know what God wants. He had spoken to me about the church and the vision, and it has become even more relevant today than it was 30, 34 years ago. It's right, it's more relevant today. But God is saying, hey, because of your faithfulness, you have not quit or given up, and you steady. Stay the course. And I mean, I am like a person that's steady. Steady. Don't look to the right, don't look to the left, but I'm steady. 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 And I would take it all the way because I want to be faithful to God. Amen. Until God says so. 
Now to the place because of faithfulness. God is about ready to plant many churches throughout, throughout this island, throughout the state of Hawaii. Come on, church. He's about ready to do it. Amen? He's about ready to do it, church. I could have easily given up when you have gone through a difficulty or a split. I mean, you could easily throw in the keys. But I know what God wants, and I know the vision that God has for me and my wife and the family. I just know it, church. I just know it. I know it. I know it. And now I'm beginning to see the fruits of it because I believe that faithfulness is the key in serving God. Say with me, faithfulness. Say, God, give me more faith, the faithfulness. Who wants faithfulness? Raise your hand. And to the place where you would never backslide, you would never fall away. And I know what it means to fall away from God. There were nine years of my life that I fall away from Jesus. And it was those miserable years of my life. I say, God, please, once again, Lord, please don't make me backslide. Don't make me fall away, Lord. But I would love you and serve you, Lord. Because I want to be steady in serving him. I want him to say to me, well done, my good and faithful servant. Enter in. I want him to say that to me. I want him to say that to you too. Hey, come on, everybody say amen. amen. Faithfulness is one of the fruits of the Spirit. Father, put faithfulness in the hearts of your people, O oh Lord, that we can see things to be fulfilled. All right. What minute is? The next one is the power to move into the gifts of the Spirit. Who wants to move into the gifts? What are the gifts of the Spirit? If you could turn with me, please. Number four is that the First Corinthians chapter 12, verses 4 to 11. Let's turn to that, please. The gifts. We got the fruits now. All right? But the gifts. First Corinthians chapter 12, verses 4 to 11. You got it? Now, there are diversity of gifts, but the same Spirit. Verse 5. There are differences of ministries, but the same Lord. Am I right? Verse 6. There are diversity of activities, but it's the same God who works all in all. But the manifestation of the Spirit is given to each one for the profit of all. Verse 8. For to one is given the word of wisdom. Everybody said wisdom, word of wisdom. And through the Spirit, another the word of knowledge. Everybody say word of knowledge. Through the same Spirit. Verse number 9, to another faith by the same Spirit. To another gifts of healing by the same Spirit. To another the working of miracles, to another prophecy, to another discerning of spirits, to another different kinds of tongues, to another interpretation of tongues. But one and the same spirit works all in all, distributing to each one individually as the spirit wills. But the key part in the gifts of the spirit, church, is that you got to make yourself available. You need to say this, Lord, use me in your gifts, Lord. It's like a carpenter. The carpenter has the right tools to get the job done. Amen? He needs the right tools. Today, you have power saw. Today, you have power drill. You have tape measure. I don't know if you have power tape measure. We have any power tape measure? <laughs> I don't know. You have power. power nail. You know? The carpenter has to get the right 
tools to get it done. It's like it to the mechanic. He has to get the right tools to get. Felix is a wonderful mechanic now with Toyota. I believe Felix is the best mechanic here in the island of Kauai. Let's give him a hand. Amen. He will fix your car for $500 an hour. No, no, no. no. <laughs> That's how good it is. <laughs> but you need the right tools. Am I right, Felix? But today is all high tech. Am I right? You get all this computer stuff. and I mean, it's all high tech today. And, 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 and then you train. I mean, you would go to training to just order to use your tools. Right? Okay. And then it's just like the doctors. Where is my daughter? She's I mean, she, she a doctor. And then uh, what are your tools today, Gracie? Yeah. Biopsies. Yeah, what? <laughs> Blood test. Circumcision. <laughs> okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Wow. Praise the Lord. Okay. <laughs> she need the right tools in order to get the job done. Am I right? Like in us today. We have, we got the fruits, but God is saying, you got the tools that you need to get the job done? What are the tools that we need? What are they, church? Come on. Speak it to me. Let's go. Come on. Word of wisdom. Save me. Word of wisdom. Word of knowledge. Discerning of spirits. The next three. Say with me tongues. Interpretation of tongues. And prophecy. The next three. Say with me faith. Gifts of healing. Working of miracles. These are the tools that need to be used through you today. But the problem is this with the church today. We're not using those tools. Let's wait for Pastor Bill. Oh, let's wait for uh, Dr. Rick Kerner when he comes in the month of November, I guess. Oh, let's wait for the Apostle Al, you know, when he comes in November. Oh, oh, oh let's wait for David Herzog because I heard him move in, in, the, in the power gifts. Let's wait for him. But God, I said, what about you? I've given you all nine tools to work with. Church, listen to me. If we don't use it now, you cannot use it in heaven. Am I right? In heaven is perfection. But God is saying, I've given you the power to use those tools. But the big question is this, that are you using it? He's so quiet on me right now. The line, the bottom line is this, no, we're not. So many times we question. So many times we're fearful. So many times, Lord, if I use it, it I, I just won't be accurate, Lord. No. But you make yourself, but Lord, I got the tools. I got all nine of them. But you say, well, let me have only the fruits. Yeah, the fruits is fine. You know, I guess there's such no limit to the fruits. But what about the gifts? Edwin, when you and Berlin pastor the church in Koloa, it was near the power gifts, amen? You see the signs and the miracles and so on. And Pastor it was just came from Eli Eli. I mean, was the gifts in operation today there in, uh, there in Eli Eli? Did you raise the dead today? Don't laugh. You say, yes, praise the Lord. 
Blind eyes were open, cancer disappearing. That's, I mean, that's the gift of healing and wonders and miracles. These are the two guys that said, I want to use you, and he would give it to you. It's in your disposal so long you're open to it. If you make yourself available. Who wants to make themselves available to be used of God? Come on. All of you has need to go out. Oh, Lord, forgive us, man. To be ordained in Vietnam. To be ordained, pastor in Vietnam within the service of God. You need to raise the dead. Yeah. You need to raise the dead. Or else you won't be ordained in Vietnam. Oh, God is wanting to use us mightily. Amen. We need the tools. You got the tools. It's in your hands. I got a word for Vaughn. Vaughn, as you were singing up there this morning, it's your time to be raised up as a mighty song leader for the Lord. Maybe you have waited, but God is saying for you to be raised up as a leader is now. Now. Anointed singing, anointed voice, it is now. It is time for you to just begin to write songs, and you need to take him with the melee. She lead, you lead, you lead, she lead, amen. And take him with the team. It's now, Vaughn. It's your hour. Praise the Lord. Let's pray. Father, oh, let's all stand right now. Hallelujah. I feel it. This, this, this is the air that we really like. Lift up your hands before the Lord. Father, it's the power to witness the male. If you could come to the piano, please. Lord, the power to see the fruits to be evident in our lives. The power, Lord, to be strong spiritually, oh Lord, that we would speak in our heavenly language on a daily basis, Father God. That we would speak in tongues, that we would build up ourselves spiritually, oh Lord. We would pray in the spirit, but God also to, to pray with understanding, Father. Because he that pray in the spirit edify himself, build up, begin to pray in the Holy Ghost right now. Oh, hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Oh, hallelujah. Thank you, Father. One of the ways could kick you right in into the gifts of the Holy Spirit is for you to be baptized in the Holy Spirit, for you to speak in a heavenly language. Out of that, He could move you into the fruits and into the gifts. Because the tools are very evident. He wants to use the young ones like Eric. And he wants to use the young ones like Jaron. If you make yourself available. He wants to church. You need to use it now. You cannot use it in heaven anymore. You cannot. But now. Now is the time for you. Now is the time for the church of God to rise in all of its fullness. Who wants to be used of God mightily? Lift up your hands before the Lord. Oh, I know you all want that church. Come against fear or unbelief. When those nine gifts are so evident in our, I mean, it's their church. But God is saying, it's at your disposal. 
But all you need to do just obey the promptings of the Spirit. Say, God, help me to flow into it. Before I have the altar call, usually at this time it would take the seed, but let me go ahead and say this. I, I left a basket in the back there. May those of you have an opportunity to give up your tithes, but go ahead and do so. The seed is so important because one of the fruits of the spirit, one of the gifts of the spirit is that we go out and just get the job done. We need to get the job done. And I really believe that God is moving so fast today in planting of churches. Church and praise God for Eli Eli. Mention about Kolo with Edwin and Berlin. Mention about Kapa and, and then the North Shore. Pastor Nidhi is going to take the time this week, Thursday and Friday, and it will be scouting the land on the big island. Everybody say Kona and Kohala. God is wanting the presence and power of God to be there. God's going to use us to plant these churches. Amen. God's put upon my heart to plant two churches in Honolulu, in Honolulu in Kalihi, but also the second city in Ava Beach in Kapolei. I believe it's time for us to move just like this. Amen. But we need the power of the Holy Ghost. Yes, we need the fruits of the Spirit. It's there. But the power is important. The presence is important. Amen. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.